Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Moss, the official podcast of Somos Moss and M. I am one of your hosts, Seth Bidoff. Joining me tonight, we have a full house, as you can see. We have Jacob Terrell, Earl Nieto, and joining us for the first time ever, and hopefully not the last. You guys know him, you love him, you've seen him out at Isotopes Park. We have Carlos Tenorios, a.k.a. Sombrero Man. Carlos, super excited to have you here, man. Um you know, we, we've talked on a, on a different podcast you and I have. And, and so this is a lot of fun. We're going to be here for our, our 2022, <laughs> <laughs> our 2022 kickoff show. We're so, we're super excited to have you here. Um, for anyone that happens to not know who you are, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get involved with United? And I, I, I heard, I read that uh, you've got a new project coming out soon. Yes. Uh, so my name's Carlos. I currently am a, holy cow. Hi, Carlos. Can you believe it, guy? Hi, Earl. Uh, can you can you believe it? Uh, I'm a senior this year. Holy cow! How about that? Um, M for university. Uh, so I hate to break it to to you guys, but you're stuck with me for at least a minimum of two years. Uh, yeah, I got a new project coming up. Um, as you know, many people know around the area that read your your guys's newsletters uh, may be familiar with Seek and Strike Collective, uh, ran by Chris Walker, who's a great guy. Uh, very knowledgeable about sports just in general. I uh, learned a lot from Chris. Um, I wrote an article <laughs> under the sombrero as my, as I want to get into, <laughs> as I want to get into a sports broadcasting myself. <laughs> there goes Earl. We've lost him. We've lost him. Uh, but this February, uh, I will be launching my own site called uh, under the sombrero. going to keep the name. It's going to be pretty much a, a fan blog. We'll, we'll say a fan blog. Really just me writing about my teams or, you know, interesting sports stories that have come out, you know, or crazy sports history that's out there, crazy trivia, you know, maybe giving people who, like Chris, gave me an option to really write for the first time. Um, <laughs> so really write for the first time, uh, you know, whether it's a LA, LAFC supporter, which, you know, mm. I'm an Earthquakes fan myself, so I'm not really fond of any Earthquakes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a new opportunity going into college. You know, I plan on writing for the Daily Lobo there at university at the university of New Mexico, which you think about is kind of a condescending name. If you think about it, cause it's more of a monthly now than it, was, than it is a daily, so, you know, it's, it's fun. And, you know, I got to have, I pulled this out today because uh, here's, here's a blast from the past. Look, look at that. Look at that. Uh, you know, my, the first, the first article really written about Uh-oh. me. Jacob's going mobile. Oh, look, there it is. Matching right there, baby. With, with me and PJ. What, what a blast from the past there. You know, I taco cabana. I remember buying these at Taco Cabana. <laughs> no, they were free. They were That's free. where you I met Bob. You know what, God Earl? You know, at least we didn't just hire a coach that won six games in the USL championship. I'm just just uh, – you know what? Not Earl. Sorry. I, Tito, you know, I, I looked at you, Earl. It's Mark. okay. We give crap to Earl all the time about nonsense. So it's You know what, Mr. Manning, please. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. twice tonight already one off air one on air so yeah that's Alrighty. pretty much pretty much what i do you know i'm a, I'm a huge sports fan 
Uh, very cool. We're, we're again, we're super excited to have you. Uh, you. You've gone from being a fan to you've copoed a few times. You're now you're the PA announcer. You've got a lot going on. And uh, you know, I I, I think I, I think I speak for all of us when I say you know you're more than welcome to come on the show anytime that you want. You're welcome if you want to write for the website, whatever. You're more than welcome to. We'd love to have you you chime in because you are a big part of the fan base here. And that's, you know, a lot of folks recognize you from, from the videos and from social media. And so, you know, it, it's gotta be quite the journey for you to, to go from where we were three years ago to, to what you're doing now and where you're going uh, here in the future. Oh yeah. It, it, it's, it is a huge, and you guys have seen it firsthand really you know, make you guys feel, feel old for a second. But when the team was <laughs> announced, I just, I just finished eighth grade in 2018. Oh my God. How about that? I'm graduating this year. So there so you go. So it doesn't people. take that to make me feel old. It takes me staying up past 930 to make me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it is a, it is a beautiful, beautiful kind of full circle thing. You know, being, being a fan, you know, I've, I've always loved sports growing up, you know, uh, unfortunately my sports teams have really never been too kind to me. Um, they, the they, I understand why all my my family has high blood pressure now. <laughs> but, you know, it, it it is beautiful. I've always wanted a professional team in Albuquerque. I was provided for us, and you know, no matter. And be honest, I really didn't care much for soccer before the team was announced. But I hopped on the bandwagon, you know, because it's it's local, it's New Mexico, and I I love that. So it's it is it's beautiful being able to go out on the field to Capo. Uh, I will never join Liverpool. Uh, I am a staunch Arsenal supporter forever, uh, unfortunately. But it, it is okay. It's okay. Cool. Seth has yeah. Seth has some some liquids next to him that can help with that feeling. I'm an Everton <laughs> supporter, so I, I really have no room to say anything right now. You know. But. Yeah, that's right. Aren't you an Everton supporter? I am. I'm a huge Everton supporter. Yeah, last time I was on a podcast with Seth. He was like, "We're getting a new stadium, and the stadium has yet to still be still be." Hey, built. they're they're constructing. The, it's under construction. They've been they've been so, working on. So it, is it so. the same location on the docks there? And yeah, in it's on the docks. Yeah, that's uh, nice. They've been they've been filling in the they've been filling it in and getting it prepared and stuff like that because it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a pretty nice stadium once once it's all said and done down there at Bramley Moore Docks. So, uh, but yeah, we've got a lot to get to tonight, guys. Let's get right into it. Um, Carlos, I don't know if you've seen the show in the past but what we do is we start off every show with a burning question for the guys here and this week's question you know again we're brand new year we've just gotten through the holidays jacob we've kind of talked a bit about it a little bit prior to the holidays and you you had kind of have kind of had a wish list so did you guys get what you wanted for christmas this year i had a wish list i don't remember this you in our group you had a you had a wish list of things that you wanted um, particularly when it came to the club, so that's kind of what I'm getting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh that's oh, right. Oh, oh. That's right. That clears up a lot. Well, it's been it's been a long holiday season, so I had forgot all about that. But yeah, um, yeah, Nico Brett was basically my ideal Christmas gift, and I think they announced it. What they announce it? Christmas? New no, Year's Christmas Day. New Year's right? Day. New, New Year's Day. Day. Yeah, Nico is New Year's Day. Yeah. So it was it was a week late, but I'll take it for sure. <laughs> so to answer your question, um, yes. And granted, <laughs> the guy, um, 
the Christmas gift was actually given to me by this guy next to me, um, or wherever he's at on your screen, Mr. Sombrero Man. I get a message from some random kid saying, hey, um, this guy's gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to double check it, and he had to show me on Facebook and all this fun stuff. So, yes, I got my Christmas gift. But, hey, did you know your hair contains traces of gold? <laughs> I haven't here. seen that one yet. <laughs> Why is this guy here? Oh, that's fantastic. Because you can't fire volunteer help. Exactly. I can mute you, though, remember? I can oh, yeah. mute you. Reprimand. Why, why can he mute me, but I can't mute anyone else? Because we don't trust you with that power, Earl. <laughs> I even have the power to do it, Earl. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold the front door. <laughs> uh, no, so StreamYard has the ability for me to set someone like a, a, a like a almost like an admin to, to like a chat room, and so it only has to be set, here, only I has me do one person. Yeah, and so like yeah, Jacob can set up shows and all that kind of stuff, <clears throat> and so uh, that's why yeah. So I just had I just had to pick. I could only pick one of the two of you. So, uh, Carlos, same question to you, man. Did you get what was on your Christmas list this year? Man, you know this this club is is looking special. You know, with the the two leavings, I know Earl got it. I think it was more of a Thanksgiving gift than anything uh, when, when it happened. A late Thanksgiving gift, but it was a Black Friday gift. It's all right. <laughs> Black Friday. It was one of the sales. Um, you know, I we never got the chance to have Earl ask that that question to Troy in the press conference. Which, you know, That's true. Kind of like, I know. <laughs> but I'll text uh, him right now. <laughs> bouncing off of Jacob, you know, Nico Brett, what a what a huge signing for New Mexico United. You know, we we were really I forgot who I was discussing this with, but having Devin Sandoval as your number one striker, uh, with Romeo Parks coming in or Brian Brown coming in, you know, it wasn't really a I felt like a recipe for success when you have these guys that are, are known for storing. And yeah, there were other stuff around behind the scenes with with Parks and uh Brown in particular. From what I understand, but I, Nico Brett, I think is a is a huge <laughs> signing because now you got to worry about not only Amando Moreno and Chris Weehan scoring on you, but now you have Nico Brett. It's this club is quietly building one of the best rosters in the USL. There's no big signings. There's no big signing like last year. You had Corey Hertzog and Jack Blake on the free agents. You have you don't have any of the Mount Sheldon signings that Charleston just had. It's little s- small stuff that you know the new gaffers putting together, and it, well, it's I don't know. so excited. I think Nico is probably the biggest signing. He he was thought to go back to Birmingham was pretty everybody assumed, but then I, I don't know how he did it. But us being able to pull him is probably That's the huge. biggest yeah. signing that I've seen anybody else make uh, this off season. So you know who's really been quiet though this offseason that kind of concerns me uh to a degree is is Phoenix Rising uh with with their signings and that is a little concerning to me in my opinion you know what what what's what is brewing up over there of course they have you know he who shall not be named back on a two year deal uh but well, they resigned a lot of their guys to multi year deals yeah. either prior and, to last season or before or right as it right as this season ended. So I don't think we're gonna see like a big splashy signing out of them, but well, they may add some pieces isn't there. Solomon Asante, isn't he a, a free agent at the moment? I believe. I don't I, think he's under contract with Phoenix. I I checked. Um 
as, as much as I can. You know, you, you can't, they don't have access to a whole lot of this stuff. But from what I can tell, he's still signed. Is he still I signed? He, I thought he was all, I thought he was available as well. But I, from what I've been able to find, I think he's, he is still a member of Phoenix Rising for now. So to, to, to butt in real quick for the NM Ultras person who is chiming in, FEP. <laughs> I'll never forget that. What, what was it, the Loudon match that we came up with, FEP, or was it the Colorado Springs match? I don't know. It was one of the ones that you were down there with us. Yeah, I, I think it was Colorado Springs because we were in a joyous move at, mood after that one. Probably. So the, the, the thing about spinning me around. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the one time I was unprofessional. The, the thing about El Paso, <laughs> they announced now. a whole bunch of signings early on in the offseason. So they, they haven't really done too much lately, but, but they did re-sign a lot of guys early on. They re-signed guys, but no no new, no new real new guys have come in. They brought in, I think, like two uh, off the top of my head, if I can remember. And and they're, you know, they're okay names, but... I, I don't know. I'm kind of worried about El Paso if I'm being completely honest and we're not worried on our sake. I'm worried for their fans. Uh, so I, I Jerry, 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 I'm, Jerry, I'm looking at you basically. I, I can already <laughs> see the memes on the USL trash talk page on Facebook of that, that soundbite uh, by, exactly. by our good friend, Jerry, but you know, we all love Jerry. Jerry's a good guy. Look, he invited us to, uh, he invited us to, to to a barbecue if we would have played them in the playoffs. I invite, you know, I I I am pretty sure you guys he didn't did. invite I Jacob though. Barbs. I <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't like me. That's fine. Uh, well, I I told him to come up here and you know tailgate with us. He's one of the few El Paso fans that I that I know are you know decent to to us. You know he it's good banter with them. But my my question with El Paso is, who do you get to replace Ketterer? That's a big question, man. In? It's one that, yeah, that's one that they're going to have to address um, here in the coming months. And maybe they go out and they pick up a guy who didn't get a lot of playtime at MLS. Maybe they bring in a collegiate guy. Who knows? I mean, and that's the that's one of the things about our league is that there are so many different avenues that players are going to be brought in from, whether it's collegiate, whether it's uh, an intra league transfer, whether it's you know MLS guy, maybe it's someone from you know. Uh, an international club, you know, there's any number of ways that we're going to see it happen. So there's, it's just really hard to, to sit down and say, okay, this is who they're targeting. And this is who we think could come in when you've got hundreds of guys. And especially at this level here, we don't get the, the rumors like you see with, you know, premier league or MLS and things like that. So we may, we may not see who their starting keeper is, you know, for another month or so. And, uh, you know, uh, name that has been floating around in my mind is uh, a Rosa Reina from Tampa, Tampa Bay. Um, you know, he, of course he didn't have the, the best showing in the cup game, but you know, he, he has proven in the past that he's a good keeper uh, for any baseball fans that are on his brother, Randy Rosa Reina, uh, rookie of the year with the Tampa Bay Rays. Was it this year? I think it was. So it is, I, that's some, that's the name I think, you know, either as a backup or as a starting, maybe he's a starter at Monterey Bay. Um, but I feel like that's a name that should be kind of looked at this offseason as a, as a possible either a starting keeper for some club like Monterey Bay or Oakland or even El Paso, because I feel like that would be an El Paso signing to try and turn him around. Or, you know, does he go and be a backup keeper 
here in New Mexico? Is he a backup keeper in Colorado? Like, I, it, it's very interesting with him. Yeah, that's one of the few positions that we still have questions at for ourselves is who's our backup to, to Alex this coming season? You know, uh, we don't know Phil's uh, contract status. We know Ben Bowie is still floating around out there. We don't know what the future holds for Will Palmquist. You know, the, we have questions there as well. And I think we're going to, again, that's something that's going to be addressed here before too long, I think. But before we get too deep in the weeds on, on roster moves from around the league, um, I do want to... I do want to touch on some news that came out over the holiday break while we were off air. And, and the uh, first thing I want to talk on talk about is the U S open cup is finally returning for its 107th iteration. It's been, uh, it's been gone for a couple of years due to COVID as we all know. And the 2022 U uh, S open cup uh, is going to kick off here in just a matter of months. The first round will take place in on March 22nd and 23rd. And so this year they've got a brand new format in terms of scheduling uh, when different clubs are, are going to enter the enter the tournament. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to see the return of the U.S. Open Cup. This is a chance for the little guys in U.S. soccer to make a name for themselves. And as we saw the last time out, two USL championship clubs did make it all the way to the all the way to the semifinals. And so super excited for the return of the return of this. And I can't wait to see what happens once this all gets kicked off. Um, I'm going to pull an RJ Montano from year one here and say, uh, I don't really care this year. I'm, <laughs> I, uh, we had our, our magical run the first time. And, and now if we lost in the first round, I wouldn't, wouldn't be completely upset about it. Cause I really want a trophy in the league uh, this year. And if we can do both, make a deep run and get a trophy then then great but with this year's schedule already being a little more compact than usual and adding more games that way i don't know just makes me nervous and it doesn't help that our our managers have always wanted smaller rosters so we'll see Earl or Carlos, how do you guys feel about it? Do you have any any do you have feelings one way or the other? You know, is this something that you look forward to? I I don't have any comment on it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I don't like the Open Cup, but I'm not gonna say I love it. Um, I love it because it gives us more media coverage and more things to talk about here, especially <laughs> um, especially if you joined us the last time we were talking about all kinds of stupid shenanigans like Jacob's forehead. Um, pretty much revolved around that as he taps his forehead on his mic. Um, but I'm not going to say I hate it because I mean, I'm not going to say I love it because obviously it does get tired. Jacob, it just makes it look worse, especially when you have a receding hairline like LeBron James. <laughs> now, now, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or, or, or wherever the heck you watch these days, um, Jacob officially looks homeless and now he officially has become one of the Fort Sumner ends. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. God knows I love you. Um, so yeah, so back to what I was saying, I digress a whole lot. Um, yeah. So Carlos, when your mom oh listens to this or watches this, <laughs> I feel bad for any family that's watching <laughs> This is why they keep coming back because they listen to my nonsense. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, um, I don't like it because obviously it gets us 
more tired during the season and we start slumping. Um, so I'm I'm on both sides of the fence. So I'm pretty much sitting on picket fence with both legs on the other side. All right. Don't ask me why it's a picket <laughs> fence. Oh, here we go. Bring Good it call. back, uh, the paper there. Good call. Yes. Good call. <clears throat> oh, that's all I'm saying, you know, and maybe, you know, the team of a fan of a small market ball club has me in this certain mindset of it's fun to see the little guys succeed. Um, and being able to possibly host this year is, is a, I think a great, great option uh, because, you know, the isotopes was opening days, April 12th. We come in April 5th, 6th, 7th, one of those days. If we are one of the clubs that of, of course announced, I, I doubt we're, we're not going to be one of the clubs being able to ho- finally host something other than a regular season match at isotopes park will be phenomenal. And it gives us a chance to go see another club Ford Madison played El Paso a few years ago in El Paso, which you know, beats them. always good to see them fall. Uh, I, I guess the goal is can, this is thinking way the box, but would be the, be the first USL club to, to win an American double uh, win the, win the U S open cup and, and win the, win the cup in the USL championship. That would, that would be a dream come true, you know, and, I, it, of course, it didn't end very well in Minneapolis when we went, but it's it's the beating the beating the Colorado Rapids, beating FC Dallas. It's those memories that we really hang on to. As hey, hold on, Mexican- hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you missed one. You missed one. We also beat Phoenix. We also did beat, and we did beat Springs too. Yes. Oh my God, beating Phoenix was was amazing. Again, we want Goliath. It is, it's, again, maybe it's just being a fan of a small market club that I love the, the little guy, you know, putting up a big fight. And I, I love the U.S. Open Cup. Now, if, whether it starts becoming, because we saw it last, last time we were the cup, where we had the cup magic, but we didn't quite have the regular season magic. And after that match in Denver, where we were one in the t- table, we dropped to fifth, sixth, seventh. Once the Carter City game hit, where we drew at University Stadium, I felt like we came back very well after that. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a. I, I'm I'm always pro Open Cup. It's always fun to see see little teams like what was the Orange County FC a few years ago that that uh, we yeah. won that. <laughs> I don't I know mean, the rest. Look, maybe on we, this the way they look, we do have a chance. The way they looked against Arsenal, we may have a chance. I we should have won that freaking match, but we got we got robbed. <laughs> well, not to be outdone over the break, uh, the USL Championship announced the 2022 se- championship season format. We are returning to two conferences, guys. I'm sure you saw the the announcements out there. Back to East West, no more of this divisional stuff. No more El Paso, Colorado, Real Monarchs, four times a season. Thank God for that. From a media standpoint, I hate writing. I hated writing about these guys four times a season just because by the end of the year, I had nothing else to say. And so glad we're going back to this format. Uh, we do see the introduction of Monterey Bay and Detroit City FC this season. Back 34-game season, home and away for everyone. And then we get, I believe it's an additional uh, eight matches. I think it was eight or ten. So, 
yeah, so for for the Western Conference, we have 10 extra matches 10, after yeah. we play everybody else. Uh, two of those will be against a Western, Western Conference opponents, one home and one away, and then eight of them will be against Eastern Conference opponents, four home and four away. Yes. What I'm not sure about is if it's like the same... So like the, the Western Conference opponent, if it's one opponent and we play them again here and there, or if it's two separate opponents that we play one over there and one over here. I'd be and, okay with a home and away against someone. I That's kind of what I would prefer. And the I, I think the Eastern Conference, I'd prefer a home and away too. play four different Eastern Conference opponents yeah. once here and once there. But I have a feeling it's probably going to be eight different opponents um, and scattered out kind of like it was last season when we played the Eastern Conference. But I'm just happy we're playing some Eastern Conference teams in the regular season. And we get to see kind of how they stack up against each other uh, instead of just seeing the final. Yeah, that was one change that I was happy that they can that they're continuing next season. I love seeing the the interconference matchups. I love seeing these different teams. You know, we had some great opportunities last season to talk to the guys from Too Loud Adams and uh, and some other folks <laughs> ahead of stuff. Um, but yeah, like I'm excited for it. And uh, oh, Tyler, we got a we got a celebrity in the chat here tonight. Tyler Ortega. You guys know play-by-play announcer for New Mexico United in the chat tonight. Tyler, thank you so much for hopping in. Can't say much. It was going to be awesome against the East. You know, we've heard rumors. We've heard we've heard some things. We're we're looking forward to it, and uh, I cannot wait to see what the schedule has out there. Um, so before we get, before we talk about the rest of the announcement from the USL Championship regarding the schedules, if you had to pick some, uh, if you had, so we talked about potential home and away for the against the Eastern Conference teams. If you had to pick four teams from the Eastern Conference to do a home and away series with. Who would you want? Carlos, let's start with you. Uh, well, Devin Kerr kind of spilt the beans on this one with Pittsburgh. Uh, definitely, you know, the black and yellow. And my hatred for Pittsburgh as a Raider fan, that would be a nice one. You know, let's let's welcome the new kids on the block in Detroit City FC, whose fans are already extremely toxic on Facebook to USL fans. So would love to beat them. Uh, Tulsa have I love Tulsa FC and their supporters group there in Tulsa. You know, that that just like a right fit being close, it kind of cuts down on the travel. But let's get Tampa Bay in here, baby. Let's go be let's let's get the rowdies in here. I would I would love, I mean, you saw what our academy did at all lang. Let's do that over there too. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. We got some comments up in the chat. We got Hartford. Uh, there's a suggestion. Uh, that could be fun. That could be a lot of fun. Earl, who's on your wish list? Um, let me see which teams are there. Any. <laughs> but hey, did you know that Disneyland was opened in 1955 and Tomorrowland was designed to look like a year in the distant future, which was 1986? All right. <laughs> Phenomenal. Another suggestion over in the chat: New Jersey Red Bulls too. There you go, uh, Jacob. If you had to pick pick a club, who do you want to see next year? I kind of like Carlos. I want the big dogs. I want Lou City. I want Pittsburgh. I want Tampa Bay, and uh, the fourth. <laughs> the fourth can be uh, <laughs> whoever at this point. Maybe Birmingham. I'd like to see Nico Brett go up against his. His uh, both of his former clubs there in Pittsburgh and then uh, Birmingham. That'd be that would be a fun game. 
you know, I'm kind of biased when, when I look at this and, uh, you know, I would love to see us take on Atlanta United. Um, just cause you know, that, you know, obviously, you know, I'm from Atlanta. I would love to see that happen. Uh, I think Detroit city would be a fun matchup, uh, to see next season. Um, Miami might be fun to go. Uh, and then, yeah, in Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, any of those clubs, really, it would be a lot of fun to see, uh, no matter who we get, just because, you know, this is new for the USL, the, the inter interconference matchups is something I want to keep seeing, uh, happening. So, um, one team, <laughs> I know we only were able to pick four, but there was one that I wanted and it's funny to some USL fans, but to the, to the three of us that were on the pitch that night, I really want to play loud and United again. Yeah. Just, I, just, yeah. That was one of the most frustrating and craziest matches with 10 minutes of extra time. I would just, I would love just to stick it to him and their stupid goalkeeper. <laughs> I read right. loud and would be interesting. I don't even think they're, I don't even think he was his goalkeeper. Like after I think three games after ours, I think he was gone. So, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was such an annoying game. I, I was that, that was your first time on the field. Was it not? That was my first time on the field, and we got yelled at going off the field too. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, we got cussed out. That was fun. That was fun. Just because we were wearing the oh, same man. color as the refs. That was good times. <laughs> uh, if so you looking, oh, go ahead. If, if you endured that, Carlos, and you still want to be involved in sports broadcasting, then then I think you'll I think you'll do you'll just fine. Out there. Going back to the announcement from USL Championship, the. The basics of the playoff format have already been released as well. Uh, the conclusion of the regular season, the top seven teams from each conference will reach the playoffs. The number one seed does get a bye in the first round. And then the, uh, let's see, then the bracket will be reseeded following the conference quarterfinals. So, I mean, this is in itself is interesting. It's a little bit of a, a, a difference from formats in the past few seasons. Um, what do you guys think about this? Do you think it's, uh, do you think it's, do you prefer rewarding the number one overall seeds this way, or do you think it's just you should just go top eight and just play it? Um, sorry, the chat was entertaining. No, I I think I like I really like this because for one, you know, there's there's only thirteen teams in the Western Conference, so already more than half of the teams are making it to the playoffs, and and that feels like too much for me, but. Um, at, at least in the Eastern Conference, you know, you have 14 teams, so it's exactly half. Um, I think winning, winning the the league should account for something. It's something that fantasy football drives me nuts because you play, uh, you know, 13 weeks to try to do something, and then if you lose in the first round, you're out the money, and and it and it kind of sucks. So, so I like. I like that number one seed being rewarded. And, and I think this is the fairest way to do it um, <clears throat> with the amount of teams that we have currently. So I'm good with it. What kind of mass matchups do you guys think that we see out of this? I know, you know, maybe, maybe this is a, a way too early prediction, but what's one potential interesting matchup that we could see at the end of all, at the end of this? In the championship? In the championship, yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't know, the the possibilities are endless. Uh, it could be 
I, I'd love to see us in Tampa. Um, uh, us in Louisville would be fun. I don't know. Oh, Tyler Ortega. Uh, you just have to wait to see because Jacob had asked him a question over in the chat. Sorry, fellas, worth the wait, though. I might have heard a correct guess from you guys at some point as far as opponents, though. So We named, like, the whole Eastern Conference, <laughs> Tyler. What the heck? Uh, we've also been joined over in the chat by the one and only David Carl. David, thank you so much for being here this evening uh, and popping over in the chat with us. And we got some uh, fantasy feels going on here. Bro, Dude, I it's, feel you about the it, fantasy. It sucks. Fantasy football is the dumbest thing ever invented. And we keep going back to it every year. Every year. I'm like, yeah, here's here's some money that I'm not going to see again. Because what you're you're talking, man. What do you expect? I, you know, it happens to you every year. That is okay. First of all, (laughs) I'm a new Tottenham fan. So I don't have quite the heartbreak with them that everybody else does. But uh, if Steve Nash can love Tottenham, then so can I. And I appreciate that. It's okay. Going back to the fantasy football. Um, thank you, Antonio Brown, for <laughs> oh, screwing me over in the championship. And Good night, Tyler. Yourself. Good night, Tyler. It's past my Tyler, bedtime. Appreciate too. you being here, man. Your bedtime's four o'clock, Earl. Shut up. I know. It's way past my bedtime. Um, but yet here I am. Tyler, I enjoy you every time that you come in. Um, but anyways, back to my digressions. Nobody um, cares. I don't want to talk man. about AB. I do not want to talk about him. Yeah, I don't either because he screwed me over. Exactly, Carl. David Carl. Uh, of course I do. <laughs> because everybody does. You have a 10 team league. Everybody but one is going to lose. And I finished second and third and luckily got my money back in both leagues. But I was the number one seed in one of my leagues. And does it get me anything? No, it gets me nothing. I still had to play three matches to try to win money. It's stupid. FABs are absolutely allowed. <laughs> Where's Harry Kane, huh? It's probably with Spider-Man. <laughs> How dare you on. ruin a very good movie with a Harry Kane name? <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. F's in the chat. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you, David, for that. All right, guys. <laughs> So much fun tonight. I appreciate everyone like hopping over control. in the chat. We have not lost control. Not yet. This is this is a lot of fun. This is man. calm for us, Earl. Okay. This is, this is in no, no. No. Oh, no. God. No. <laughs> Jacob fast on the mute button there. Uh, so let's get it right into it. I know Earl's got an out tonight. So let's get into it, guys. The New Mexico United news and notes for the past couple weeks. First thing that happened. Oh, my. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Earth, earthquake. <laughs> We almost lost the house. house. Now we've lost control. We've officially <laughs> lost control now. I apologize for that. Um, so over the past couple weeks, New Mexico United has announced several new signings to the club for the 2022 season. First one that came out was Justin Portillo. Uh, that was announced back in around December 20th, December, December 20th, December 21st. Uh, he was signed to the roster ahead of 2022, joining from uh, Charleston Battery. Uh, I believe that's where he was last. So Justin. No, RSL. RSL, that's right. He was with RSL. He played with uh, Charleston Battery at the same time that Zach Prince was there. So the, they are familiar with each other. Um, so, and, and before we give thoughts on these, I will go ahead and run through all the announcements real quick. And then we can, then we'll talk about them. Um, next up came the, uh, the signing of, and, and David, help me if I, if I pronounce his name wrong, Carl uh, Santi, Santi. Oh, uh, he came in uh, signing from uh, the signing of the Haitian International. Uh, added him in, in into the club for 2022. 
Follow uh, then United follow followed that up with Alexi Swahi. Sainty. Okay. Swahi. That's right. I apologize. Swahi. Uh, then the we had the, the or, of, so before you carry on, a certain a certain radio head or or comical head, Alexis. <laughs> no, it, it it is very clearly Alexi. He, he he made that clear in the in the presser with him. Uh, and then we had uh, Tabor Ataka Preston, a guy that we've seen uh, around the Western Conference over the past few years. He got signed as well. And then, as we talked about at the top of the show on New Year's Day, New Mexico United announced the signing of Nico Brett from Birmingham Legion. Come in and play our new striker role, and then the signing of veteran midfielder Will Seymour on the second. So, guys, it's been a busy couple of weeks. We have six brand new signings. There was also three returnees announced since the last time yes. we podcasted: um, Harry Swartz, Josh Suggs, and Sergio Rivas. Yeah, so see, busy few weeks. So you see how long it takes to get around Jacob's forehead. <laughs> There's literally nine <laughs> signings by the time we made a, a, an orbit around his forehead. I was gonna say I see little dots going around. Can't. That's just the that's just the moon. <laughs> so I, I you know David's over in the chat. David's been very busy over the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, getting the player announcements out, getting the the pressers set up, and you know we've had Earl, Jacob, and I have each had opportunities to hop in on some of the the press conferences of the new signings and, and talk to Zach a little bit, and and so I mean. We hadn't really heard too much from the club ahead of these signings. Like we had the the guys coming back, and you know the couple of releases that had happened. And and uh, I mean, did you expect the club to announce six signings over the course of two weeks? Uh, I should say new signings over the course of two weeks. And you know, how did you feel with the quality of the players that have been brought in so far? Carlos Earl, either one of you guys want to take that one to begin with? Go ahead, Carlos. Uh, it is. It's. Uh, it was a busy six weeks trying to figure out who the heck was uh, was in those videos. I'll tell you, uh, there was a, a lot of conversations going on. Uh, who do you think it is? Finding different clips. It is a uh, six huge signings. It's not a little. Oh, this guy's coming fresh out of college. You know, he he's done this or he's done this and. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not with us here on the on the live stream, if you're just listening to the podcast, NM Ultra is the percentage of Jacob's face, two percent nose, one percent lips, three percent eyes, ninety-four percent forehead. The qualities of the signings are and Elvis has left the building. Oh sorry, Elvis actually had though. That's that's the difference. Oh, he's no longer but, a buck. He uh, he's no longer a buck. <laughs> Wait, he didn't it take his clothes a, off though. Yeah, I know he didn't dance around. Or did you go to a Brooklyn? You might be at a Brooklyn Nets game right now. <laughs> but uh, it, the the quality of the signings have been have been huge, 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 huge. Uh, Huge signings and to uh, for Jesus Morales. Um, I I do think this squad is more elite than it is last year. It is a more attacking club than we had last year. That was a problem that many of us had. Uh, oh man! So it's the but the 
Bucks cut you while you were gone. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The problem we had last year for sure was putting the ball in the back of the net. That was uh, many, many one, one, one draws. Uh, Tacoma comes to mind that uh, Sunday afternoon was it nil nil or I can't quite remember, but you know, very low score <laughs> the entire season. But now you got a squad that can really just strike it from 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 really from any position. It's a it's a huge huge improvement. Uh, I would love to see Austin Yearwood and Cello back and Michael. Yes. Uh, so, so to, to, to that comment of, real quick, Earl, sorry, ahead, uh, to this ahead. comment here, NM Ultras, I can confirm that at least one of those contracts is being worked on. So uh, I can't say any more than that. <laughs> yeah, confidentialities. Um, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> um, so to kind of uh, NM Ultras, where he got that hat is at the team store, which you can oh. find – on the corner of was, Central and Carlisle. I believe I was a, they open at 10 o'clock. I was about to mute you, Earl, but you actually came in with a genuine I, I answer. Was, for I him. was waiting. And I appreciated that. Yeah, so <laughs> if you're looking for that hat that Jacob's wearing, and also that jersey, well, that's a limited edition because that's like two years old. Um, my check is in the mail, thank God, um, because that was an unsponsored free agent part right there. Um, I am looking for a new job. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, if you're looking for any of this New Mexico United merchandise, like the flags back here. Some of them, anyways. Um, the hoodie. Some of them. Yeah, some the of them. The hoodie that that the captain's wearing and and the, the forehead <laughs> cover that Jacob's wearing. <laughs> you all find it right there on the corner of Central and Carlisle. Um, anyways, back to, back to the show. Um, so, yeah. So... All the signings, especially the midfield signings, made us a better team than what we were last year with the departure of... <laughs> I don't have a forehead. I just can't. Can't do it. <laughs> um. So anyways, so with the departure of one certain three-lettered person, um, our club is just, even without any of the signings, our club is so much better. Um, and David, I'm so sorry that this is happening right now, but it's it's not a hidden secret that I had a distaste for someone on the club last year and year before and year before. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so with the departure of that one and then the, the new signings to replace that one, yeah, I think we're miles ahead of what we were last year for sure already. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, they've already touched on it some, but they just, I didn't expect, I, I we go back to last episode and I think all of us were very anxious and concerned that nobody had been signed that was outside of the club. And, uh, and then all of a sudden they hit you six times since we've recorded last. Um, it, it's, it's very, it's a very welcome feeling because I, I, I wasn't sure how this off season was going to go. I wasn't sure with with Troy leaving and um, just the stadium not being built. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. So it's good to see uh, 
the quality that we've brought in and <clears throat> and I think we I think we're still a few pieces away. I think um as New Mexico Ultra said New Mexico Ultra said uh Yearwood, I think Yearwood's a huge piece that we need to bring back. Um and I and I think Cello would be fantastic. Uh you know, he was great on free kicks and set pieces and and can just put the ball on a put the ball on a tee for for people inside the box. And I think that's that was something we definitely missed in year one and year two. So it, it was nice to have that last year and I would definitely like to see it again this year. Um, but I remember feeling like this last year. Uh, I was very excited by um, several of the signings last year. So uh, part of me wants to like rein it back a little bit, but then I look at, look at these guys and, and I actually know most of these guys and uh, have seen them play and remember them not just looking up highlights, but remember them. Now that's not all of them, but, but several of them. And, and, uh, and yeah, I just, I, I feel like this is going to be a, a, a special season. It has the potential to be a special season. So I'm going to follow up with that. that is too, true, because I remember myself last year around this time um, asking you to how much, coach Troy's soul costed to sign all these strikers um, for all these goals. And then obviously, <laughs> and then we got nothing <laughs> definitely <laughs> bit the bullet. And that one did not age. Well, what nil to one. Um, uh, yeah, that one did not age well at all. So I'm not going to make any kind of stupid comments like that. Um, that was the old me. This is the new me, the older me. Um, <clears throat> You're still barely I, legal to drink, so I know. <laughs> That's why it's way past my bedtime. Um, but yeah, so I'm not gonna make any comments like that because obviously I had high expectations last year, and not saying that I'm, I was disappointed, but my comments kind of let me down. So when I look at the signings this offseason compared to last year, and and I want to address this comment here from uh, from Jesus. Not to bash a team that I love, but we seemed excited for last year's signings and fell short. That's something that every club is going to address at some point. You're going to hit, you're going to miss. You know, we were excited going to last year because Jacob, you know, Jacob and I, especially, we had chances to go down to uh, Mesa del Sol and see the team in, in preseason. And we got to see them. And Earl did too, I, I think once or twice. Um, and so. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know what Earl's doing. Earl's dying apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, we had, we had our opportunities to go down there and, and talk to the club and see them in preseason and kind of get a feel for how we thought things were going to play, how we thought the team was going to play and how the formation was going to work. And, and so with Brian Brown, especially we saw him as, as a guy that could kind of spell Devin. I think that was kind of our, our opinion of him. He could come in a guy who can score he just ended up not fitting the system very well. And, yeah. you know, as excited yeah, know. as we were, you're going to have stuff like that happen. But when you, when you look at the signings this year, and obviously last year, you, you can't account for, for injuries. You know, you can't account for, for Amondo tearing his ACL, uh, Harry's sports hernia, uh, you know, Sam with a fibular fracture. You, you can't account for that kind of stuff. <laughs> so there was a lot that went into us um, falling short last year. 
you know, and we talked to Troy a lot after matches and, you know, if that ball is one inch the other way, some nights we get a bounce a certain way, then we win some of these games that we draw instead of losing. And so coming into this season, you look at it and you say, okay, we've got a a good core of guys coming back already. And now you look at these signings, you've got a dynamic forward in, in Nico, a guy who is sixth, I'm sorry, seventh all time in the USL and scoring already in his career. You've got <clears throat> Tabor Ataka Preston, who's coming in. He's a pacey dynamic winger who can play in a center forward role if we need him to. You've got Bees coming back. You've got Suggs. You've got Rivas. You've got all these pieces coming back that understand how to pl- how to play the system that we've been playing. And then you see the the evolution of players in these roles. Now I I love Daniel Bruce. I love Josh Suggs. But when you th- when you have a guy like Tabor running off the left uh, running off the left wing, he's got a hell of a lot more pace than Josh does. He's, you know, I, I feel he's a lot more creative than Josh is. And that's not to say that, that Suggsy isn't one of one of one of our best players. Suggsy's incredible. He does a lot of good things on the pitch. But you've got guys that coming in this year that are proven dynamic playmakers. And, you know, and Will's another guy, very underrated guy in terms of <clears throat> stats and goals and things like that. But that's not what he does. He's going to drop in there. He's going to control midfield. You know, if you watch some of his highlights, you know, I'll throw a link up in the chat. Will is a fantastic midfielder. You know, uh, Alexi is a fantastic, um, fantastic defender. And so we've got all these pieces that look like they're going to come together very well. And, you know, unfortunately we're still a couple months away from seeing it, seeing it actually happen instead of just talking about it on paper. Yeah. I think one, one big thing that sticks out to me as far as looking at last year's off season and the, and the signings that we brought in and being excited about them, the one of the, one of, if not the biggest difference between last last off season and this off season is that we still have Chris Weehan. You know, going into last off season, uh, we were excited, but one of the big questions marks we had was, you know, we lost our MVP. We lost, we lost the guy that had had been pulling the strings for the first two seasons, and and you could see through the first half of last season that did not go well. Um, and then so we bring him back and we sign him to another year after this one, I believe, and and um, he he opened up so much last year for us and so between that and then look i i got it wrong i i uh i thought for sure brian brown was going to come in and and be that goal scorer that we all need thought we need or knew we needed but didn't know where it was going to come from and i i called him a golden boot contender i said he was going to be our team mvp uh look i was i was about as far off as you could be uh, on a prediction. Um, and so I'm not going to say anything about Nico Brett, uh, cause I don't want to curse that, but I know exactly how far off you were. I was very far off. Don't even, I no, know. no, 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 making it in. <laughs> okay. I got the mute button on for Earl, at least Carlos. I, okay. I couldn't get, I couldn't get yeah. to both mute buttons, but I, I could at least get to Earl's. Um, so David brings up an extra interesting, comment there you you popped it up there a little bit ago but uh the formation that zach might prefer um i it depends on what they do 
with Yearwood for me, but I could definitely see a going back to the first year when we were in a four four two more often or um something along those lines. It's 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 gonna be fun to see and and uh I, I just think we have a lot of flexibility and and a lot of control in the midfield, which last year we did not have um because of a certain name that I won't say because David's in the chat. Uh but I think we kind of addressed that in a major way this year. And then you throw in guys like Tabor and Nico and, and it's, I mean, it, it it's exciting to see what they can do with, with we, and I wish we had a full season of Moreno, um, but maybe him being out and being able to get healthy uh, and then not coming in for the whole season, but just half the season, he can be fresh and kind of give us a spark in that second half and, and lead us to do some different things offensively and and who knows it could be could play into our hand uh him being coming in in the middle of the season so the good thing for us thankfully we have a talking whiteboard that we could draw all this up on (laughs) oh man okay david we don't like juan pablo guzman and i want to punch earl in the face if, if we're being uncensored right now but, well, and, and no, this and, and to David's point here, this is something that we've talked about on the show before. You know, yes, we are associated with the club. We cover the club. They give us access. I am to not. The players uh, and um, I no, for- Carlos is not. Um, but we've always been able to come on the show and you know talk about the positives, talk about the negatives, and be critical. Which you know, we've had these conversations, you know, over the past several months, you know, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the hashtag Troy out and all that kind of stuff. And you know, Peter. while you know, we we have the ability to come out here and say these things, and the club doesn't like stop us from from doing it, you know, um, which is fantastic, you know, because I know other people that can't say things like that. So, um, Carlos, I want to I want to ask you, and something I've asked the guys in the past. You know, we know that Christian Navas signed for next season. How much of an impact do you think he makes in 2022? Does he get more than a spot appearance, or is he still going to be one of those uh, guys who gets in the gets in the 18 every you know fourth or fifth week? Sorry, uh, I'll, I'll answer. I gotta. I think I gotta stay away from the camera. The uh, the glare coming coming off. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the the original SpongeBob movie, but when a when the uh, King no. Neptune takes off his crown, and everyone's yelling, "Bald, bald, bald!" Anyways, <laughs> Wait, that's too too old of a crowd here, Carlos. Too uh, old man. of a crowd for SpongeBob references. Hey, it was it was about two thousand five. It was about when I was born. So yeah, almost eighteen years ago. How about that one? Um, exactly. That's right. It was sweet uh, victory. Sweet. That is a that is the best song ever. Uh, but Christian, Christian Nava, back to your point is, you know, he, we saw, we see what he can do. He's, uh, he's megged a few people. He has some moves, you know, once he gets, I feel like a, a little more muscle on him, he is my age. So, you know, different, different things. We're still growing and all that is if he can just get a little bit more muscle on him, he can, he can be a, a menace, you know, and we, we saw what he did in the USL Academy playoffs. Winning the winning uh, MVP, I believe that is correct. Correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, David. Uh, what accolade he got? 
but you, sure, you right? yeah, you you saw what he he did there in the academy playoffs. We've seen what he can do against professionals up at Isotopes Park. Um, you know, I I think it was Alex Touche, pardon me, that made the start at uh, came in at San Antonio FC, but I was thinking about that one too. But he is he's a dynamic player. He's young. He's fresh. He's not playing. He's not a grizzled old veteran like some players in the USL. He he's a nice new new start. And it's you know maybe I'm a little biased from being with the academy, but it is it's it's great to see the academy working. To you know you got Christian Nava, you guys got someone like Taylor Rogers coming up soon. You got Evan Kowalski down there too. You know again maybe again bias, a little volcano bias, but. The, there's some special talent coming up through this academy, and Nava's just the start. It is going to be phenomenal, and one, you know, once he scores his first goal, and I hope it's at the lab. I think we may need to stop the match. the The pitch might get stormed for that one. Everyone, everyone loves him. He's our he's our local guy. So he's, you know, I I think at the start of the year he will be, you know, once every few matches, but you know, I feel like he'll he'll show his worth and. His might, he'll be able to be a regular player that we're like, okay, he's coming off the bench 96 minute replacing XYZ. Um exactly the, the academy is is going to look again, maybe uh, I've I'm with them all the time, you know, at the home games anyways, announcing it is it is beautiful You know, it's they're they're something special. So if you haven't gone and seen an academy game either. What they're they're free. You're supporting the future, and you can say, "Hey, you know, I saw so and so before they made the you know the U.S. men's national team and playing for Arsenal FC and helping them win the win the double again." Why do you think we brought you on? So the next time, so when you're the next John Madden, we can at least say, "Hey, we knew him before he was famous." Rest in well, peace. you know what? You got to get the doink, and then boom, Adam, boom, right down that football right there, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to this coming season. I, I kind of want to go back to what David said a few minutes ago about uh, formation with all the new signings. I was kind of playing around with it here while, while you guys were, were talking. And so I, I think maybe like a, a 4 3 2 1, I think that could be interesting. You know, Suggs, Ryden, uh, Swahey, uh, Swartz across the back. You got Weehan, Sainty, uh, and Rivas through the middle, Tabor and Bruce on your wings, and Nico up top. I think that could be really interesting. You got, you know, Brucey and Tabor bombing down the wings. You got Weehan and, and uh, Rivas driving through the middle. I think that could be fun to watch. Yeah, I think I think you you can't go wrong with a bunch of different things. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we try some things out uh, in, in the early parts of the season before we actually settle on something that that he really really likes because you know. Troy did that in year one. He bounced around a few times in year one until we finally settled on that three back system that we used for the last two seasons. And, and so I could see, I could see Prince doing that, the same, same kind of thing where he, it takes him a little while to, to get it all ironed out and figured out what he wants to do. But back to the Academy, now that we're, we're just bouncing back and forth here. Um, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about Nava being, being up there in the first team more and, and getting some more minutes up there. And, and I think he's kind of an X factor there. If he can come in and be uh, a, a difference maker, whether it's off the bench or, or starting sometimes um, 
that that could take this team to a whole new level that that we might not even think about because you know we we saw him play and he's he's definitely got some skills but but like carlos said he's he's a small small guy and young um but he he can come in and we can see him do like a diego luna uh for el paso and actually you know start getting some minutes and 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 showing showing not only us but the usl in general what he kind of has and and it, and if he moves on to something else then then uh, that just opens the door for for some more academy kids to come up and and show what they've got and i i i think we're most people are probably underrating or overlooking the academy uh to an extent right now and i i sadly did not get out there to see them play aside from the preseason uh half i don't know who was with me that match was it youssef Probably yeah. where where we played uh, FC Tucson and yeah, yeah after the first preseason match they had like another basic preseason match and you saw people like Caitlin out there with with a bunch of academy kids and teaching them while we were playing this other team that that had some monsters out there I mean FC Tucson had some giant guys that that our academy kids were were handling pretty well and I think we ended up winning that second game um, and so. I, it's it's hard for me when I live two and a half hours away, but I will definitely definitely make a note of trying to get out there for for a couple academy matches this year. So to touch on that, um, make sure I'm not muted. You're not. Okay, good. Unfortunately. Um. So yeah, I would love to see Nava become the next Diego Luna. Um. Minus picking up a red card at the lab and watching him cry off the field. Um, other than that, um, has a mortgage. Other than that, yeah, I would love to see Nava, especially the smaller clubs who aren't doing too good, um, like midseason, where you know they're just trying to get through, trying to just pack it up and call it a season. Um, I would love to see Nava come in and play with some of the more veteran players just to get more experience. So when the next person retires, such as Dev, who's on the last strings, or whoever else was, is on the last strings, that was morbid. <laughs> yeah, well, we no all joke. know he's at the he's at the end of his career. He's not a young buck anymore. Um, but yeah, so to see him come in and play with some of the vets just to get more experience and more teaching moments or teachable moments, that would be incredible. I would love to see that. Yeah, again, it's you know, there's still a lot up in the air. We've got all these all these signings coming in. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the academy over the next couple of years, especially since the club did bring in a new academy director um here just a few weeks ago. And so you know, it's gonna be real interesting. New new head gaffer, new head of the academy. We've got you know NMR in the club now. We've got a lot, the club's got a lot going on, and so I think it's going to be real interesting to watch and see what happens over the next couple months. And then once preseason starts and kind of get an idea uh, of what we might see on the pitch. And, and so, yeah, it's just, there's so much excitement to look forward to this year. So many things that we could, that could be positive after the way last season ended. Oops, there goes my uh, camera again. Um, so I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw this out there, and I know since Dave is in the chat, David, I know it's normally Pete that does all the leaking, but do you have any leaks that you can give us 
tonight that we can share live here on the air. And if not, that's perfectly okay. Um, but yeah, you NASA know, it's, recognize Jacob's forehead as a, as the, as a planet. Adam Pluto in Mexico. Adam Pluto. If you had to pick one of the one of the new players as as uh, your player to watch this season, uh, who would you go with? Like, who do you think like, is going to have the biggest impact just from what we see on paper right now? If you had to pick one, I mean, I'm going to go first so I can get the obvious guy, and for me, it's Nico Brett and. Um, yeah, my reasons are pretty obvious. He, like you said, he's seventh all time in the USL and goals scored. He's only 29 years old. He's coming off his best year to date with 18 goals. Um, he's coming into a system with, with talent around him that I think, um, he can thrive with. And, uh, if it's, if he doesn't, if he doesn't score more than at least 10 goals, in a 34 game season, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shave my head bald. Um, please, I, thanks, Dear God. Yeah. thanks. Nico, your forehead's big enough. Look, your forehead's already big enough as okay. it is. We don't need to extend it. Okay. Then if he, yeah, no, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. I'm just going to shut up. So we all know, and I'll go next. Um, attention to social media on Friday. Thanks, David. Now I know what to do on Friday. We do that anyways, uh, David. <laughs> yeah, if you if you were to look at my yeah, social media cool. time, I'm up by like 22% because I'm constantly watching Facebook to see what kind of new tidbit New Mexico United has to put out there to tease me so I could text Jacob and Seth. So Jacob would be like, nope, you're wrong. By the way, it's this guy. I already looked at all the freaking highlights and streams from 19 years ago. And it's this guy. It the, wasn't the 19 match, years ago. The clip it matches was up perfectly. And um, it did. It's like, that was a it's hard like those, one. I will give that one to you, look, Jacob. That was a hard one. It's like those highlights are like gravitationally pulled to his forehead. Anyways, carrying on. Make a mind. Carrying on. Make a mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, so it's a slow drip of announcements. Yeah, you're slowly killing me with these slow drip of announcements. Anyways. Um, before I get too far off topic, I think I, already done. I'm already done pretty much. Um, <laughs> so my, my new signing of the year or player to watch new signing player to watch would probably be to board Itaka Preston. I probably fucked his name up terribly. Um, <gasps> Tabor, 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 my point. Um, <laughs> I was actually in that press conference afterwards and the words that Zach had to say for him. Um, he, I'm praying to God and I'm hoping I'm not wrong this time. I'm praying to God. He's the replacement that we needed last year for a certain, Oh, we're uncensored. So for a certain JPG. Portillo is going to be his replacement. If you ask me, but I'm just, I'm just happy he's he's look I, needs a replacement. I, That's all. I, I found Portillo in FIFA 22. You can actually sign him if yeah. Seth went and bought FIFA 22. You can sign uh, Justin FIFA Portillo. 22. Yeah, so do I. Um, <laughs> I still have a PS3. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so NCAA. Of, 14, yeah, NCAA 14 on that. That's what I'm wondering. Right. 
Um, it's okay. Jacob just plays with his forehead, just pressing buttons <laughs> randomly. It's like a PS4 or something like that. Oh man. Um, so I Still did guys. go ahead right. I did go ahead right away and sign Justin Portillo to my to my uh, career because I'm playing manager right now. Um, and he only has like two or three years left on that FIFA 22. So I'm hoping that's wrong. And I'm hoping I'm completely just like crazy on it. But um, I don't know what the crap Seth is doing and whoever made him freaking host. Dizzy, holy <laughs> I, I'm trying to I'm trying to set something up while, while we're talking here. But oh so yeah, so I'm hoping I'm wrong on that, but I don't so I see Justin coming in and playing a big role. Um I would love to see the younger person obviously Preston. I'm not even gonna try his first two names. I'm just say Preston. Um, Tabor Ataka. Tabor Ataka, which I'm yeah. going to mess up about 18 other times this season. So cool. Thanks for that one. Another um, three, per, three, three named person. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like the last one. Um, <laughs> but no, so I'm, I'm hoping that we get to see more of him, especially with him being younger and probably more agile. And that's why I'm picking him as my player to watch. Yeah, a lot of good answers there. Uh, really are. I mean, all these players are dynamic and have. Are you, are you gonna let Carlos go? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Carlos, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm talking. You know, because there's just, ahead, there's just so oh, much yeah, no, no, like you know, everyone, all these players have different dynamic abilities and things that they do well on the pitch. You know, personally, I'm interested to see what Alexi can do. I think, I think maybe Alexi slots in beside Kalen in the back. And I think they can make a pretty good uh, dynamic duo there in front of goal. He's a close second for me. I, I, I really am excited by that signing. And and I think um, if we can bring back Yearwood, and that would mean that that uh, Alexi is more of a replacement for Schmitty. Uh, as much as I love Schmitty, um, I think Alexi's just at a better point in his career right now. So I uh, I think that that's a, a pretty big upgrade for me, uh, especially when it comes to pace. And so um, I, I think, I think he's a huge, huge get. And uh, um, it, David, please tell me your what's coming back. Just email us, text that. We won't say anything out loud. Just please let us know if you know, because <laughs> that's driving me nuts. Not knowing that one. Cause Jacob's I, losing sleep over it. I, I really am. Uh, me and my forehead just have conversations about it all the time and i mean uh, you guys have conversations over anything about anything pretty much yes pretty much like like how's the weather <laughs> come on david how's the weather it's because <laughs> of top that's why jacob probably actually probably <laughs> uh so carlos who's your who's your who's your pick on on these guys uh i'm a huge theater guy i don't know if you guys know this but i'm a thespian uh so i'm gonna have oh, to go well, with uh, this is a family this is a family friendly podcast yeah. Carlos. Bless you. bless you i know what it means i'm just kidding well uh, i don't so just carry on so i'm gonna have to say uh feed me seymour um that was bad bad horrible uh reference please tell me that's one of the worst that. things i've ever heard in my life i listen to jacob every week you don't even know what it's from earl shut up <laughs> But, but, uh, uncultured swine. 
Oh man, probably hears Audrey too and thinks it's a dog or something. It's... <laughs> yeah, just when like you, when you commented, yeah, when you commented, feed me on the, I think it was the Instagram post for his signing. I was like, oh, I, I should have thought of that. Damn it, I got so mad at myself. <laughs> I think I think Seymour is going to be a, a a huge one. I mean, we we saw that that video. He delivers good crosses and great chances. That's going to be huge. Tinier field at the lab, of course. So, you know, he's he's going to be able to blast that downfield. And thin, thin, you know, thin air, people forget that. Ball travels farther in thin air. You know, that's why we have fun. We had fun watching the home run derby last year in Denver. It's um, The ball's going to travel farther, and I, I think that's going to play to Seymour's advantage and give guys like Nico, Weehan, Sergio, you know, Brucey, Amondo, good chances on on goal this year. Yeah, I, you know, this is God, man. There's been so many good takes, so many great points of view. Like, I, I just, it's hard to to walk away from this conversation and and you know move on to something else. And Earl, I know you're tight on time. Are you? You're good. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good things to uh, to look forward to this season. And, uh, you know, we are approximately two months away from opening day. Um, so, I mean, really, we're going to be in the middle of the season here, not in the not too distant future. So, and there's still, I mean, the roster still looks a little bit small. I mean, is there anybody left from the 2021 season that you want to see come back? And we've had Austin mentioned, you know, we've had pretty much other than Austin Yearwood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've had a lot of guys, not a lot of names mentioned um, in the chat. And so, you know, I know Austin's one that's been pretty popular. I've seen several folks asking about Andrew Tanari. Uh, you know, we've seen some folks express an interest and uh, in having David Najem come back for another season. Um, so, I mean, I, I mean, what are we looking at in terms of, roster size do we have a few more guys coming in because when we talked to zach last week he said to expect you know a handful you know maybe you know two to three more so we're kind of getting at that point where we may be running out of new signings or do you think the club's going to surprise us with something well i don't know why don't you ask him he's here <laughs> you, you see the last comment that he put though so no i think the person i think i would love to see come back is obviously cello and there goes seth's camera again um is cello a tripod seth. let's strike three Just there because cello was a pivotal part in putting the ball into the box um so that'd be that's my wish i guess post christmas wish new year's wish would be for cello to come back um with obviously year would be in a really 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 close second uh but yeah so that's mine is cello i think it, it, <laughs> I, I was just gonna say carlos if you don't have a list in front of you it's Devin, Ilya, brian brown tanari Azira, Cello, Austin, Touche, Najim, and then the two goalkeepers, Philip and, and William. Uh, you know, I I would love to see uh, Tinny, of course, come back. I think that if we need our, our bulldog, yeah, you know, sure, he does get a little yellow card accumulation and all that fun stuff. You know, nothing we 
we haven't seen before with a certain Jamaican. Uh, so it's it's he's a big presence in the middle. Um, we already mentioned Austin Yearwood. My goodness gracious, if we had a nickel for every time we uh, we said his name, I think we'd be able to to give him a like a five year contract extension. He, he might want to invest in stock in this podcast. He, I mean, he was so good last year that it. I mean, you you can't ignore how big of a part he played in our success that we did have, what success we did have last year. I mean, he was, I, I think he should have been part of the USL best 11. Um, I mean, he, he just had a fantastic season and, and uh, if we could bring him back that I would not be worried about the defense whatsoever. I, I have a, I have a special, I have a special place there for, for yearwood because I mean, that, that banger of a goal was my first match ever capitally. Um, so, you know, that was, that was phenomenal. So, and my sister's favorite player is Austin Yearwood. So, so I gotta, Austin, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta correct you a little bit right there. Um, when you said that banger of a goal is actually the goal of the year. Yes. So you, sir, are uncultured swine. Get it right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I, sorry, hold on. I'm going to mute it. No, uh, so, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Chalo Martinez, another huge one. Um, this one, Devin Devin Sandoval, I think, because you know he he is getting up there uh, in terms of athletic age. Uh, that's something you know I always mention. My mom's like, "Hey, wait a minute," where I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know, this guy's old," and it's uh, it's like Josh Donaldson. He's like 35 years old. Like, yeah, you know, he's past his prime. But uh, you know, if this ends up being in Devin's last year, I would love to have him, you know, have a farewell tour uh, just so we could, you know, whether he plays, you know, all the time or not, I would, I would love to just to see him back on the squad so that we could have a proper goodbye because if it was, you know, Hey, there's coach Famaletta right there. Um, There we go. Right there. There you go. Gaffer. So uh, I, Devin Sandoval uh, definitely so we can have a, a proper, a proper goodbye. I feel like last year wasn't really proper. Um, it was just a terrible circumstance last year, you know, with the heart condition and all that. And you, it's not Devin's fault, no. It's just unfortunately bad luck. Uh, and definitely, you know, I, I would like to see what more Illick can do. But if I, I, you know, he he did score that goal in San Diego that. Uh, had me running around a g- garage on a dislocated knee. So you know, <laughs> uh, surgery on the twenty fourth. Yeah, we're gonna go get 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 ready for the season. So it is. Uh, you know, I would like to see what more Illit can do. And uh, you know, it's um, Sully Muhammad as well. I think that's a name that we we kind of forget a little bit. Um, is is Sully? I would love to have Sully back. Yeah, Salih was a was a huge pickup midseason th- this past year, and you, know, you mentioned Ilya, and Ilya is a guy that I feel like really started to hit his stride towards the end of the season. You know, unfor- it, it is unfortunate that it came at the expense of, of Dev and Amando. You know, picking ha- having health issues, you know, with ACL and then and the blood clots, and so. But I really feel like he came on well at the end of the season, and I don't think he got enough opportunity throughout the first. Uh, the first uh, you know few months of the season to really make an impact. And so um, I'd love to see him come back and, and get another opportunity. And, uh, and um, 
so yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we've, we've got a couple months still, you know, we're going to keep with our, with our off season schedule, um, here for the next, um, probably month, month, month and a half. So we're not done. We're not done yet. Don't go anywhere. Um, but one of the reasons why I was glad to have Carlos on this week and you know, now coach Steve is in the chat here. Uh, we're going to talk some runners. Uh, runner season is underway and you know, they are, they've got a match this Saturday night out at, uh, Rio Rancho event center. So, uh, glad you guys are here. And it's been a bit of a tough opening to the season for the runners. Uh, Carlos, you were out there this past weekend. Uh, what's, uh, what's your take on the runners so far and how are they looking from, from your perspective out, out there on the pitch? That was a, it was a very, I think Coach Famoletta can attest to that. The uh, the end of the first half there at the uh, whatever it's called now, the Rio Rancho events at the start. It's the Star Center. Let's be honest, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is uh, a oh, nice little slap in the face from an Amarillo player uh, into a, a runner's player's face. It was it was something. You know they uh, you know as Coach Famoletta said in his interview, they're a little behind than every other cl- uh, club. Because they did have what, a whole season off. Some clubs were playing, some some were not, and it was it's a little a little rough that uh, they they wasted a you know they didn't waste a season, but they were unfortunate enough not to not to play a season. It is uh, it's hopeful. I think we need to get out there and support them uh, for New Year's Day. It was it was a good crowd. They play Saturday, 5.05 kickoff at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Go get your tickets on nmrunners.com. Go support a local club. They got some guys that play for the Soul. I know one of their players is actually a Rio Rancho police officer, which I think is just super cool. Uh, it's it's fun for the whole family. It's a lot of fun, and you know they are a 100% uh, New Mexico family-based uh, organization. I think um, I don't know if you guys have had Andres on the show yet, but that is a he's a he's a good guy to talk to, and he uh, he loves his team. I tell you that when being down there with with him during the match, he he loves that squad, and there big things coming. Let's get out there, let's support him. If you're having your soccer withdrawals, let's go do it. I know it's a bit of a drive, and it does it does suck just just a tad to drive all the way out there, but it's soccer, guys, and it's local soccer. A lot of fun, and you know they have the new Paletha Bar kits that kits are that are I I love, and then they just came out with their I think you guys already saw me sporting it, but the uh, the new scarves they got too this oh, year fantastic. came out with they are fantastic. I have to show it a little closer, but they got the little Zia symbols on there. It's a uh, it's a bit of a long scarf, I'll tell you that one for sure. I can't even. It is a it's a long name, but it's. Um, a lot of fun out there, you know. It's arena soccer. If you have not been to arena soccer, the best way I can describe it is, you know, the uh, the little pinball soccer game that you guys have uh, growing up, or you know that are at the the bars or wherever. You know, at Chuck E. Cheese for me, yeah, that's where I've I've definitely seen them. Uh, but that's that's the perfect description of how I can describe those games. They're tough, gritty board checking each other like hockey too. super fast pace. A lot of fun. Um, Mario, who's one of their players, former Albuquerque soul player as well. Uh, New Mexico native, you know, it's, they had the Legendary brothers played for them. Uh, well, after Josh Goss's time was up with New Mexico United, he 
went over and played with the runners as well. So they got a lot of local talent. Um, someone say hi to me. Hi. I, I hi, see you in the. I see you. There you go. Yeah. Hi. Hi there to that go. person. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi, Kamar. Hello. Um, but yeah, it is. Yes. You, you have fun a fan? I guess I have a fan. Look, he has more um, than you. You've Earl. been here for an hour and 25 minutes. And you have more Earl. fans than I do. Earl, you see the number right up there at the top that, with the little eyeball? How it's been floating like around 12 to 8? That's not usually that's not usually the case. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no. it's usually two, three, four, maybe. So if we're looking, uh, it's usually like me and you watching at the same time. Looking yeah, exactly. At it's usually Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. Jerry's usually in here. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. He, we he haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. He's he's probably nervous since they he talked so much crap when Troy left, and then like two days later. Lowry left and took two of their better players, and then Ketterer left. He's probably we haven't seen Jerry he's, he's since his pants the first away. week of the opening of the of the playoffs. playoffs. We haven't seen him yeah, since after then. they lost. Yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you you mentioned Andres. We haven't had a chance to have Andres on the show yet. We'd love to have him on. Uh, yeah, so we have. get a chance. Oh, no, no, never mind. Well, no, he, he's popped in the chat, but uh, uh, so Earl, maybe we can set that up. And get Andres on the show one of these one of these weeks. But uh, Andres, yeah, we had, get your phone. All right. Well, there you go. Um, uh, the the Facebook thing that you sent me. I don't know. No, I said Andres. Look at your phone. Oh, I thought you said Carlos. I was all. Uh, <laughs> are, 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 are we talking about Jim Harbaugh possibly being the next coach of the Las Vegas Raiders? No, Dude. no, we're not talking about that. We're not Hot talking about here. Not Hot talking about that. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams comes, and we're going to win a Super Bowl. And then my alarm goes off, and I realize that my team has only had two winning seasons my entire life. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's dark. You probably – you weren't alive for their Super Bowl, were you? I was – The Super Bowl that they lost, sorry, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there. Yeah, the, the, don't remind me about so that. So before uh, we go any further, um, Jacob and Seth, what is a good day for Mr. Andres to hop on the show? Uh, two weeks from now, I don't know. Yeah. Congratulations, David. Too, but that was that was amazing. There you go, Andres. Two weeks from today, whichever day that may be. I think that's the what the eighteenth. Yeah, that worked. I I would like to propose a hashtag to Andres that I I was using on Twitter. Um, come on, you runners! Ah, you see what I you see what I did there. <laughs> I did there. <laughs> He, he's in. Okay, there we go. There you go. Right here, folks. Two weeks from tonight, we're gonna have Andres Trujillo on the show with us. Talks owner and operator. There you go. We'll have him on the show. But yeah, like I was saying we haven't had a chance to talk to him yet. We will in two weeks. We did talk to Coach Family a couple weeks ago, ahead of the runner season. And so, you know, I've we talked. I haven't had a chance to get out there um, to see them before. I'm excited to get out this weekend. You and I will be out there. Uh, Earl, are you gonna make it? No, I'm doing overtime. Okay. So, yeah, Carlos and I will be out there. We'll be covering the club, uh, watching the runners play. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, Carlos, I, if you – may be out there Saturday. I'm not complete. I do get my oh. booster shot Saturday, so okay. we, we do not know. Um, but you'll, I you'll do plan there. on – Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be there for sure. So, um, you know, for anyone who hasn't had the opportunity to be out there, you, you've had a chance to watch them. You know, who was someone that – the 
that the fans should keep an eye on. You, you talked about the Legendary Brothers. We know, I know the club released a whole bunch of uh, names the other day of players who've been signed. Uh, David Carl, kickoff is at 5.05 on Saturday evening uh, for the runners. Um, I would love to get a little, little like cheering group out there. Yeah, that'd uh, be great. People of the curse, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, see, and there may be beer involved. You know, that may. <laughs> if, if I was not doing overtime until seven o'clock, I would definitely be there. Hey, excuses. My job does require me to help people find work, and we're having a state rapid hire this week, and that's part of it. There you go. So I, I know Nick Legendry is on the roster this season. Um, who did you see out there last weekend that impressed you, Carlos? Uh, and that fan should keep an eye on this weekend. Don't know. Can't remember the, the fellow's name, uh, but their starting goalkeeper had some phenomenal, phenomenal saves uh, throughout the match. Like I said, it's it's fast-paced. So, yeah, they the score did not reflect how good of a game it actually was, unfortunately. But uh, he... He's a he's a promising player. Uh, like I said, Mario as well is another player. We should you know fans should keep an eye on when they head out to the games. Again, former Albuquerque Soul player. He's all over. Yes, Nate Yeager. That's his name. Oh my goodness gracious, that man is is quick. He had some some great saves in that in that match. Uh, Mario again, another Albuquerque Soul product. Um, fan fantastic. It's. It's good to see live sports back at the Star Center because really, and, and they use the old, uh, they use the old uh, soccer horn there. Uh, you know what? Maybe I did intentionally forget his name because he is a Ram. So, you know, go Hawks! Woo! So, but but yeah, Look, you're about to get uh, us canceled. Don't be starting that crap here. <laughs> but yeah, Nate Yeager is, is definitely a person to keep your eye on when he is in goal. Uh, I know Casey Garcon, their former keeper, is on loan to Colorado Inferno, I believe, is the club Casey's Casey's with at the moment. So, um, and I know we have them in a few weeks as well. February fifth. Um, February fifth. I will not be at that game. That is post post surgery time. That is time that Carlos will disappear into realms of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for you, if you cannot make it to the match, you can always watch them on their Facebook page. They are doing New Mexico Runners. They do live stream every game, even if it's away. Um, we also share it on our page here. So if you cannot find it on their Facebook page, just look for us and we can get you there too. Highly right, recommend. Yeah, tickets aren't tickets aren't too expensive. That's not gonna eat you out of house at home like I do with my mother. Uh, you know, got a grow, growing <laughs> teammate boy here. So uh, they're, uh, it, it's cheap family fun. It's a good product on the field. Get to go see Coach Famoletta, a Hall of Famer, Coach Steve Famoletta out there, you know, directing his men into battle. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, guys. Well, I think... oh, sorry, Carlos, I think I cut you off there. What were you saying? Look, they also have a bouncy house there too. Um, if oh. you want to have your birthday there or a corporate <laughs> event, please contact the runners. They'll get you guys in there for sure. <laughs> there we go. That's what we're going to do get this summer, guys. It's almost Moss retreat out to uh, the Rear Rancher Event Center. We'll go use the bouncy house. Use the <laughs> falls or something. Promise? Yeah. I mean, you know, all I, all I have to do is, you know, not, you know, pay the website bill this, this year. So, 
Um, will you <laughs> will you sign my waiver so I can get in the jumpy house? Yeah, since your parents won't do it for you. <laughs> All right, guys, we've had so much fun tonight. It's been a fantastic way to kick off the the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You tear your knees and stuff every time you get in those things. So let's keep you out of the jumpy houses so we can have you on the sidelines. Um, come on down um, and jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like i said this has been a fantastic start to the 2022 uh season of shows for us we're again like i said about two months away from opening day for new mexico united runner season is all is already underway go check them out newmexicorunners.com uh we've got andres and coach steve here in the chat so guys go check them out buy some tickets get out support local soccer these are all local guys um stay tuned uh two weeks we will be back we're gonna have andres trujillo on the show and uh, for everyone hanging out here in the chat, man, you guys have been fantastic tonight. Thank you guys so much for being here and throwing the questions and comments up in the chat. Uh, we love having you guys here. And we know you're all here for Carlos, and we appreciate that. Uh, but we hope you're back with us again here in two weeks. Uh, Jacob, get us out of here, man. Hold yeah, on. Before, before we log off. Oh, more whoa, thing. whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I'm getting kicked off. I would like to wish a happy 110th birthday on January 6th to the state of New Mexico. 110 years ago, January 6th, 1912, President Taft finally got us back and got us into the union. So happy birthday, New Mexico. Uh, Happy 110th. Jacob, why do you hate the ultras? I need to know this. I I don't hate them at all. Aaron, Aaron, for for you two that might not know, Aaron Reeder, who is was prominent in the chat there for quite a while that's that's him so so uh it's all in good fun i i uh i let it bounce off the forehead and it and uh doesn't bother me at all doesn't everything bounce off your forehead though exactly um sunlight satellites (laughs) yeah exactly radar anyways is that why you're doing your speeding tickets god damn it that's why his Wi-Fi is always so good. No, actually, my Wi-Fi is not great. Because it bounces off your forehead. Are we done? Are we done here? I don't know. Are we? Seth basically did my job, so I don't really know why <clears throat> Why I need to speak now. But no. Um, Carlos, thanks so much, man. Um, it was a pleasure. It, it, it was a great year last year. Uh, the couple times that you were able to hang out with me and Earl or I think there was one that was just me on the field and, and, uh, and, and it was great times. And, and, you know, we, we've talked about getting you on several times. God damn it. Earl. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I just appreciate you coming on and, and glad we could make it work finally. And, and, uh, who knows? We'll, we'll probably be chatting later this week. If, if this new player has a sound clip that I can try to, comb through the youtube archives to, friday, to find. apparently <laughs> yeah yeah friday uh so maybe thursday maybe maybe the friday is the announcement so maybe thursday is the clip i don't know but uh um the the chat was crazy tonight uh, i love it when it's like that it's it's so much fun it it reminded me of the uh do you remember the the twitch night that the chat went crazy uh with all the random people in there but but these are all people that 
that we we know, we know and 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 we, and we love. They're all part of the Somosingos family, and and uh, it was as Seth said, just a, a great start to the the first show of 2022, and and uh, with the signings that we've had, and and just the the plans that we might have coming down the future. I'm just I'm looking forward to 2022 and timeout and. Uh, Big time out, time out. It's nothing to do with your forehead. Hey, Aaron, in the re- in in the chat, um, if it's okay with Jacob and Seth, let's shoot for the first. Okay. 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 Carry on. Carry on. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, Earl Earl is fantastic at just uh, ruining everybody's flow, uh, and I appreciate that from Earl. That's why we love him. That's why he's here for some reason. Uh, but no, because uh, your forehead keeps attracting me here. Exactly, it's like a, a bug light. Grab your little pool. Anyways, uh, two weeks. Stable. Two weeks at either nine or nine thirty. Seth will decide the day of apparently, and uh, we <laughs> we will go from there. And uh, until then, someone's gonna go. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United and weekly discussions from around the world of sports. Each episode is recorded live on Tuesday nights on our YouTube channel and goes live on podcast platforms around the world later in the week. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bedoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using Zencaster and Audacity.